0: Generally, and in attendance, we have our extraordinary co host, Sir Raven Keeper. Of oh, no apologies now, then, Raven.
1: My and our favor, everybody.
0: <laughs> oh, for today, we are truly honored um, to be speaking with you know, an extraordinary show. Uh, it's a relatively new show, but um, we've got the likes of. <sighs> New York patriot and Teresa of um, the Spiritual Gangsters. Um, I've been looking forward to this for since we since we booked it. So um, oh, yeah. now then, everybody.
2: Hey,
3: <laughs> what's going on?
2: Thank right you.
0: Now? Yeah, you okay, mate?
3: Yes, sir. And you?
0: Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. good. Teresa,
2: I am well, thank you. Well, actually, very, I'm a very cold, good. but yeah, otherwise, I'm good.
0: <laughs> Is it uh, Uncle Cove?
2: No, I don't, oh. I don't think it's Uncle Covey. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a regular cold. Yeah, those still exist, oh, well. you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I'll be feeling better soon. Uh, there's <laughs> nothing you. worse than you when you're feeling a bit wrong.
2: Yeah, I know like, yesterday well, was bad, but today is much better, so thank you. Oh, good.
0: good. Yeah,
3: I felt better for you yesterday.
1: <laughs>
4: thank you. <it's> okay. <laughs> she like like you well, said, General no.
1: has General has already said it. You know, I get allergies every year, and we have plants here that are called dogwoods, and then we have another one. I can't even remember what it's called at the moment, but they shoot out this white fluff from the trees, and I I have, like, extreme allergies. So, you know, my nose is doing its thing, and I coughed a little yesterday, and people were looking at me. And I'm sure. like, y'all have known me for seven years. You know I have allergies, right? Well, yeah. And I said, then why are you looking at me like I've got COVID death coming,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's so true. I they to, didn't like, think it was funny. You have to preface it like, oh, it's just allergies, <laughs> you know, just so people don't, like, get mad at you for coughing in public. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy.
0: Uh, yeah. It mm-hmm. well, is. What is the world to? Right. <laughs> it's of going to get worse.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and, you know, the thing about it is after, you'd think after seven years, it happens every spring and every fall, and I've been around these people for five or seven years. You would think that they would, you know, get it. Yeah. I you think so, man. Yeah. It's crazy.
3: Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Hey, there's a there's, as, there's, as a kid I remember that's like for, it's for like spiritual gangsters. A, sorry, Raven. You you were talking about you said dogwoods, right?
1: Yeah. It almost yeah. looks
3: like uh like 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 you said, like a white fluffer, like some weird uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That shit can like cover everything. I that oh yeah, well, you
1: know, it's it's it, it kind of looks like the stuff that you blow off the tip of a dandelion. Yeah, that's what I was
3: thinking in my head, and I'm like, I don't even know how yeah, to say yeah. that. Snowflake.
1: It, you <laughs> I turned up for like a week.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure.
0: <sighs>
1: yeah, it's just very
0: similar to uh, like that's why I thought the New York patient dandelion. You used to mm-hmm. blow it when you were kid. It gets everywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you walk through, so it's on your clothes. I mean, you're, you're going to be exposed to it no matter what you do. Now, I have talked about allergies, and we've talked about Uncle Covey. What are you guys doing? Uh, <laughs> what are you guys doing with the uh, spiritual gangster show? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead, what are we doing
2: with it?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys. Well, you know, what have you guys been doing is probably the best place to start, and then we'll see what you guys got coming up.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because shout, Raven.
2: Uh, well, you Do you want to take you, that uh, and why or me? Well,
3: uh, well, I mean, it's your. I, I would say you because it was your idea to start the channel and the idea behind it. That's I mean, true. yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Sorry so to put it back on you. Having
2: but... on um, like guests every week, which has been cool, getting to hear their like personal stories. Usually, it's uh, we try to pick people who have had some sort of like personal transformation in their life, or not necessarily like something traumatic, but sometimes it is traumatic stuff. Um, but, yeah, how they've, like, overcome it and things they've learned out of it. And then it always relates back to, like, their awakening experience somehow, you know, like, coming into, like, truth or life, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's well, been cool. cool. But, that, uh,
1: that, that could help other people. That's, that's, a, yeah, that's yeah, a really that's way a, like, good way no, to approach for sure, it. Man. For sure.
2: it's Yeah, that's different. kind of the idea about it.
3: It's definitely more personal than, in my, my opinion, than, like, my show with the occult rejects. You know, you get a lot more... Personal with these people, you—it's believe it or not—the reason why I like it is because, like, if you have people on from another show, it's almost like kind of like interviewing that person themselves (laughs) in a sense. Like, it's not the show; it's the person. Their their experiences. Why'd you even start your show? What experiences did you have to make that change? You know, I like that stuff, and I think in a way it can kind of like if we have on a guest that has a show, I think it lets you like kind of know them a little bit more personally, so you can you know get to understand them a little bit more.
0: I yeah, think well, that's why I, I like it so much. Is because it, it, it's it's really unique in the approach <laughs> to uh, to all of it, really.
2: Yeah, like it's um, not you know, necessarily like a conspiracy show, but like there's always stuff that comes up just based yeah. on like the guests that we have. So, because, like, you know, they're the interesting people to talk to, you know. Yeah,
1: well, you know, that's one, that's one reason why I like this format that, that General and I have been doing is uh, getting different people who are running podcasts on because it lets people, A, get to know you all better, um, but it also, by by getting to know you all better and and understanding what your shows are about, it helps people – Find other programs, you know, similar to what you're doing, and, and to find you guys, it's it's a really a great thing that, and it also changes things up for us because it gets us away from the occult mostly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sometimes it just becomes chaos, right, General?
0: <laughs> yes, it does indeed, mate. It does indeed. Yeah. But, we need a little break
1: that But the conversations
0: with
4: podcasters are great, yeah, you, you know. I think yes, um, yeah,
2: exactly. Just they're, they're so, just the most interesting people to talk to. Like we had on um, Josh Monday like, not long ago, and we, yes, we talked about his story, but then he, like, had a whole tangent on, like, flatters, and I was like, this is the best, <laughs> 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 right, That's so, like, other topics do come up, like, in the conversation, it's not, it's personal, but then it, yeah, it goes other places, too, which is cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's uh, well, it's okay, you know, I, I love doing the research and stuff like that, and I like being on shows, um, talking about that stuff, but, Sometimes I think it's more important that we we hear people's life stories. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any, like, really uh, late? – I've seen a lot of them, by the way. I haven't seen all of them. I have to admit to that.
4: That's okay. Um, (laughs) Thanks,
1: um, Rachel. Well, I've got a garden plus the work plus the family, so you guys know how that is.
2: I get it. Um,
1: But uh, do you guys uh, individually, uh, both of you, do you guys have a favorite program that you've done so far?
2: Hmm
4: you well, want to go first or I'm you... trying to
3: think of uh, the guests on your show the favorite
0: one I know I've got one
3: honestly I mean I have to <laughs> I don't think he came out yet actually I think that we interviewed somebody recently that I actually thought was probably really fucking interesting but uh got who are it. you thinking of the biker dude I forgot his fucking name already
2: uh, oh, Thomas!
3: Yes, yes, yes. I thought he was really interesting be- because of other reasons. I, I don't. Want to know. <laughs>
2: yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, yeah. No,
3: it's just his story. It's just like I hate to say, but I think like borderline, he might have been in a cult, and I found that really interesting. I hate to say.
2: <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I definitely, right Hopefully, he's not listening right now. No,
3: <laughs> no. I mean, no offense to him. It's just I found it very interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not knocking the guy yeah, now. No. I was in a He's fucking had an
2: Interesting life. That one's gonna come out uh next week, I think. And then um I have a couple favorites. Uh like you know, the, the talk with Zachary King was crazy because this says his life is like yeah. was so insane. <laughs> so yeah, like that, that, that yeah, was... <laughs> that one is intense for sure. Um and then actually the one coming out today I think is really interesting. Right after we get off this, I'm gonna upload it. But uh Ellie from the Speed Bumps podcast. She's oh, a really man. smart girl. She's been through a lot in her life. And I, I just find her, like, she's very well-spoken. And um, the way she told her story, like, she was born with, like, you know, physical disabilities, but then Holy went on to have, like, a career in science and, uh, like, in labs. She's done, like, wow. her master's or PhD. Like, she's very educated. Um, but, yeah, she's had some realizations about pharma and, and whatnot, too. So, to to hear it from her, I think was really interesting.
3: Yeah, that was actually a really good show because you heard somebody that literally was like all about the science was in a fucking hazmat suit working in yeah. you know, <laughs> fucking places to being like, yo, this shit ain't fucking right. There's something up yeah. here with the you know, even with the her, Uncle Covey, like,
2: yo, yes. even, she even admitted to um, wearing masks before they were mandated. That's how like indoctrinated she was because she was like, well, we've learned in school like this is the way to protect ourselves against an airborne virus. So she, her, and her like family were wearing masks even before they were mandated, and then she had a complete 180, like over the course of Uncle Kobe times. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: can um, I, I just
0: can I just step in, please? I, yes, I've got a clear. Um, now I love all the episodes. Like I said, they're very unique, um, yes. like two completely different perspectives, but you end up it's all yeah, aim for the same goal, which is. When you pull it off, it's fascinating. But the episode you did on the Queen, oh, that's the that's the best show I've heard for a long time. I loved it. (laughs) I really, I loved it. If 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 the audio sounded better,
3: I'd be a lot happier (laughs) with that episode. But it wasn't.
0: I shared the shit out of that as well thank right, you. when I listened to it. Thank
2: <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Actually, no I was going to ask you like your opinion on the passing of the Queen because you're right there in in England. Oh, so.
0: um, well, you know, it's you know, it's a shame that somebody's somebody's parent has died. You know that that side of it. Yeah, it's a shame, but. I'm a very anti-royal. I don't yeah. think we should have them at all. I think it's um, it's wrong. It is wrong. What um, what, what what they uh, <laughs> what they claim to be must just a big farce.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's a big problem, right? And then someone it's was. A huge uh, problem, yeah. I saw a post. Someone was saying that like there's an inheritance law in England where, like, if when you inherit property and stuff, you're supposed to pay, like, 40% tax to the government or something. So someone was saying, like, oh, is Charles going to pay his 40% inheritance tax? And I was like, well, why would he pay? Like, the taxes go to them. Uh, like, that's their income, right? Like Teresa, paying, paying you himself. hit the nail on
0: the head. For, uh, spot on that. And yes, it does. We pay as much tax as probably other countries, easily. On, and uh, it goes to them.
2: Yeah, like that's their income, basically.
3: Is yeah. your taxes. Yeah. So is that like Disney, well, like I those people actually... who pay the taxes there? It just goes back to them who live on Disney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I can great. actually answer. I
1: can actually answer that question. The monarchs are exempt from inheritance tax rules in England.
2: Really? Gotcha. I'm not surprised
1: yeah, to hear that. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me either.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, sir.
1: Hey, well, I do signal, say this, this about. I'm sorry, I do say this about the Queen. Now that she's not around, you ought to be able to get big shavers cheaper. Oh,
0: referee, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Raven, you'll have enough at your all CIA. he will it. be
1: after you, Raven, soon. Uh, you know, I'm awful. I, I, somebody says, well, Somebody asked me how I felt about the Queen, and I said, you know, I am sorry for the grandkids and the great grandkids yes, and even the yes. even the kids as bad as they are. I'm sorry that they had a loss. Sure. But uh I said uh God shave the Queen.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, i am yeah, with you on that, mate. <laughs> apart from Andrew the nonce, the royal nonce. He uh gonna share off him because he's a pedophile, so Yep. And the fact so, that like how long
2: never... did it, how... go ahead, sorry.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. How long did it all, uh, take you all to put that episode about the queen together? It was a really good, really good spot on. I enjoyed it. Yes.
3: I don't know. like two or three days? <laughs> it was like, yeah. Maybe four. I don't
2: think it was like that long. We were yeah. seeing, you know, we would save stuff that we would seen that we thought was relevant, and then NY did his whole thing about the tree of life. You know, his analysis on that, and then I was picking up stuff like, you know, from my perspective. So. It's interesting though, because now I've seen a couple people pick up on the on the birth date of Mary that they weren't in the beginning and I was like, did they pick that up from me? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. but And also to see their interpretation of it. Because I think a lot of people see that um, as a negative whereas I don't necessarily see that as a negative. But
0: oh, uh, open to I don't, interpretation. I either a, yeah, I don't. You know? Okay, I'm with you on that.
2: 100%. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see how people will take it and run with it in different ways.
0: Yeah. But, uh, you know, they, they can, they can try, try and cop it, uh, quote, but they won't uh, achieve what you achieved.
2: Well, no. It's okay. It's just, uh, you know, it's just funny to see how different people take it. Like, um, yeah. what was I seeing this morning, too? There was a post someone sent me about, oh, the Pope going to Kazakhstan. And just trying to like make this like branch of all of branch of peace and uniting like the religions. And they're like, see one world religion is coming. And I'm like, I don't doubt it. And you know, just, just bashing the Pope and bashing, you know, yeah. Catholicism and stuff. And I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> I have yeah. so much to say about this right now, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh I well, you know, it's say. interesting. <sighs>
1: it's interesting. He's going to Kazakhstan. Do you know, that's where that, uh, that's where that Illuminati city was built. But yeah, you know, uh, that's right. Uh, 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 is it Asteri? Is, it, is that what they call it? Something close to that. I've I, um, Oh, I forget
2: um, the name. Let me see. If I
1: but but Kazakhstan is where they built the uh, 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 Illuminati city with all the symbology, including the pyramids and the obelisks. And... Mm-hmm. Isn't I mean, that it's, where it's, it's Borat like the, is from? Borans. Yes, <laughs> it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, but you know that's also that's also yes. the uh, that's also the center of uh, Kosheva, which is where the the uh, jaw was supposed to come from.
2: Well, there what? you go. Nice one, Raven.
0: <laughs> um, I, will, I will. I know it's sort of like going off topic, but do any of you remember uh, King Charles the Third? It was it was Prince Charles, then. he did a speech on the New World Order. Do any of you remember that?
2: Um yeah, I, think, the first I one. think I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, the first it was one that a, actually said it in public. Yes, that's it, right, right. it was around
0: the pandemic when that started once he said oh, around the new world order. This is
1: let's <laughs> try and find it.
2: Yes, and you know, I the, think um I put Astani,
1: up a, Astani. Kazakhstan.
2: Oh there we go. Astana or Astani. Yeah, I don't know how you say it.
1: Um <laughs> I saw <laughs> a
2: clip of Charles talking about what was it, how he would be the most powerful, or he, not he himself, but he was referring to, like, another third person, he. And people are like, well, who's he? The Antichrist. <laughs> like, what
1: are you talking about? Hey, yeah. It. Yeah, I, by what? By, <laughs> a rose by any other name still smells the same. <laughs> right?
2: I was just like, uh,
1: okay, dude.
2: And it was, okay, I don't understand the whole thing with Charles, because wasn't he not supposed to become king because of his divorce and then remarried Camilla?
0: I'm not sure, you know. I think the thing is is that they, they'll change the rules of bad yeah. things to how they just basically manipulate to suit them.
2: True, right? Well, King Henry VIII did that.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> he just made a whole <laughs> new legend. He yeah, but, but He wanted to get divorced. But isn't
1: there a technicality that, that she was murdered before the divorce was finalized?
2: Uh, who, Diana or Anne Boleyn?
1: Who are we yeah. Talking? yeah, Diana. <laughs> Diana. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure, actually.
2: So maybe she was. Isn't it funny how we get off on all these tangents? Right. Yeah. (laughs) It
1: it would avoid the. It would avoid the issue. But I I, I do believe that she was killed before the divorce was final.
2: Oh, so they were like separated only. (laughs) Maybe I'm not sure about that.
1: Sorry Because I that I
2: remember that being a big issue oh. when I was younger, that the old if Charles gets divorced then the, the succession passes to William.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. Obviously okay. the, 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 if it was that, that the case, then we've changed that out. It's just suit old uh, Charles.
2: <laughs> Maybe it needs Please. to be Charles for a reason, because he's part of part of something. I don't
0: know. Is he a a royal mason? He is. Scottish his right. Scott right. right. Yeah. Um,
1: he's the he's the uh, grand poobah of whatever that group is he's part of.
2: Grand <laughs> 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 I don't, know, I if out I don't
1: know if they wear buffalo hats and bowl, but.
2: <laughs> Yo, for real.
1: So, is he a grandmaster then, Raymond? Yeah. Yeah, he's a grand master. What if he's in
0: the shrine? What if he's in the shrine? as all the jesters.
1: Oh, I, I don't know. I just know that he, he's a grandmaster and he's considered the leader of that house, of that particular temple sect.
2: Wow. Oh, wow. Well, and I've seen yeah. Harry do some... And that's
1: uh, by inheritance.
2: Yeah. I've seen Harry do some hand flashing here and there. Never William. Really? Yeah, Harry's done oh, it quite, quite a few times publicly. Like the hidden hand, you know.
0: Yeah. Or like, do you remember yeah. when he got when he dressed up as a, a Nazi officer, as a I think it was a stag do or somewhere.
2: I remember seeing that. Yes. Yeah. What was that yeah. for? Halloween.
0: <laughs> I think, <laughs> no, I think he we was just going out for a meal.
2: Just um, <laughs> <Those laughs> for fun. I,
0: I think he was for a stag do or something
2: like that. I think. it's oh, weird, still.
0: Uh, yeah, they yeah, don't love all that. There's all kinds of strangeness. They don't love that uh, royals, uh, especially uh, his granddad Philip.
2: Lots with him too, right?
0: Yeah, they, I think it was Ian Mason as well, uh, Raven. They are. Uh, well, there we go.
1: If if they are in that royal, if they're in that royal line, they are all part of a order. Um you know the scottish right most likely because that is the way the windsor family uh, lines up mm-hmm. but uh,
3: oh you know what i wanted to ask well,
4: you?
3: get this off topic okay i mean it's kind of i mean somewhat relevant cuz we were talking about the pope before i was hoping uh that maybe Where the hell is that noise coming from you hear that <laughs> Damn, it sounds weird. It sounds like a' are of a rave, and it's like the the bass, like it's Is the it TV or kids in the background? That's, no, it's like some weird, weird fucking that. noise.
0: I can hear that. It sounds like.
3: Yeah. Um, does anybody? Because maybe I'm thinking maybe Teresa or Raven might know the whole thing with the Pope that's going on with him trying to get rid of some certain uh, religion, Catholic, Catholic religion. Any of you know? Any of you know what's going on with that?
2: Um, I think maybe are you referring to the Latin Mass? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, as far I mean, I'm not an expert on it, but as far as I understand, he's trying to make it harder for like the Latin Mass to exist. So, basically, like all masses were in Latin before Vatican II, whenever that happened in what the 60s or 70s,
4: uh. right? Uh,
2: so then, after that, hey Raven, ask. real,
3: real quick, Raven, that is coming from you. When I mute your mic, it goes
0: away. Just real quick, sorry. Stop fucking about, Raven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry, Raven. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, like after Vatican II, then masses like in church could be said in your native language. So, like English in Canada, Italian in Italy, like. Wherever you were, it could be in your, in your language. Otherwise, it was always in Latin. So some places still have certain mass in Latin. And I think there are some other subtle differences about it. It's like more formal, basically.
4: Yeah.
2: Right? So when, and actually, the mass in your native regular language is called the Novus Ordo mass, the New Order mass the the new
0: order
2: yes so that's really interesting too just the similarity you know with the wording um and yeah it does i i mean i've personally never attended a latin mass so i can't say but i'm curious to attend one because a lot of people say it is so much more beautiful and like meaningful than you know the typical Mass at church that you get so I'm Curious to check it out and that that doesn't Surprise me though that he's trying to Kind of do away with it Because I think there probably is some sort of like Power in it Perhaps even like using Those old languages I feel like there's So much um, like I Feel different when I hear or speak Italian I feel different when like I read Latin you know Like it has a certain cadence Mm -hmm. And resonance right
3: well, you're creating a vibration in yourself, too, when you speak.
2: Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. yeah, every everything feels, it almost yeah. feels like, I don't know, maybe because I have Italian heritage, when I hear things in Italian or Latin, it almost like, it feels like it's hitting something in my subconscious, like way yeah. back, you know? And it's like, I know this, but I don't know it <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Uh, right?
0: uh, yeah. Teresa, yes. how, how uh, did you learn Latin in school,
2: uh, me personally, no, but my brother did
0: oh, right, okay. from
2: his high school. Yeah, so, and I don't know, just, uh, we have to study French here in Canada. So, that's one thing. We do, like, have some exposure to, like, Latin-based languages. Yeah, um yeah. And I studied French all the way through high school. Um, he, Yeah, my brother did Latin. He went to like a very strict Catholic high school, so right. that's why. I whereas I did not, so went to two did, different do, high
0: schools. Do they, uh, do the Catholic schools, teach Latin as like standard? Like uh, no, no. no. Right,
2: okay, they do not. No, basically, like publicly funded Catholic school here yeah. is the same as the only difference is maybe you say a prayer in the morning before school starts, like over the announcements. The principal yeah. will lead you in like a small prayer. And they go to church sometimes, the odd time, as a school. But really, honestly, there's not a huge difference that I find anymore. It used to be right. more differences, but less and less and less. Like now, it's a, uh, I mean, to me, it's a little bit controversial that even now they fly the pride and trans flag on Catholic school flagpoles. So how much of a difference can there be? You know, yeah. aren't we supposed? It's called the separate school board here you know how separate are we then not very, yeah, so yeah. yeah, I mean you know they 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 do it under the guise of inclusivity, of course, and I get that, you know, I'm not saying you know to treat people differently or whatever. It's just you know yeah, why are you sending your kid to that school then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of a
0: you, an issue. You, like with your your lads, are you hoping that they're taught Latin, or what is your view on it? As you know, as like like what what you do now, uh, would you be comfortable with your lads like learning Latin?
2: I would love that to happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to happen where they're, be, at, yeah. where they're at. Where they're at in think, school. But uh, I mean, I would love personally for them to learn that. Maybe I should teach them that. <laughs> like, yeah, I, it's, I um, school, it, you know.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it would be brilliant. I mean, I don't know if anybody's teaching Latin over here. I'm sure they do. It's some universities and colleges, but mm-hmm. I think it's one of those. And it, it's like a, Latin. It's like a, almost an ancient language.
2: It is technically it's yeah, a dead it's yeah. a dead language technically. So I mean, I've even tried to learn a few pr- basic prayers in Latin because because I think it sounds cool as fuck. Honestly.
4: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's something honestly I never thought of, but maybe I should teach them that because and it give them um good rules for other languages too. Like if they wanted to learn Italian or French, it makes it easier. Like later on in life, actually. Sorry, I just thought of one interesting thing about the flag. So the 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 pride flag being uh, flown, like, on Catholic school flagpoles, like, right against the Canadian flag, one on top of the other. (laughs) Um, So there are, like, school board trustees here in Toronto area where they are, like, elected to their position, and they are supposed to take an oath to the faith when they come into office. So if you're part of the Catholic school board, you take the oath to the Catholic faith, right? Right to like uphold values and morals and this and that while you're working in your position. But there are four trustees who have refused to take the oath every year that they've been in office. And one of them is in charge of my kid's school. Seriously. Seriously. And that makes so much sense. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, if you won't won't take an oath to, to that, what are you loyal to then?
0: You've got a point, though. Yeah, that's You've point. got a point.
2: Are you guys like secret Wiccans or some shit? <laughs> like, what? Is, what is the deal, man? Like, I want answers. Yeah, yeah. For real, secret I Wickens. would love to go to a meeting and ask them about that, like a public meeting where I could, like, talk to them one-on-one. Man.
0: Yeah, drop them on the spot. I'd be away. like, so, <laughs>
2: like, what's up with the oath and lack thereof? Yeah, away. yeah. Doesn't um, that make so not. much sense considering yes. what's been going on the last few <laughs> years in schools?
0: Oh, definitely.
2: You know, and like gender ideology yeah. being pushed and this and that, right? So, I don't know, just an interesting little tidbit.
3: Yeah, I, I found that out that that was even happening because of, uh, because of one of my friends that actually, well it's someone I still talk to every once in a while, that was in the OTO, left... And started going to uh, Latin masses because uh, I guess to him it was still called, <laughs>
4: you
3: know, or to him it is. <laughs> so he started going to Latin masses instead of the OTO. And he mentioned that uh, he found it weird that the Pope was like trying to get rid of it too.
2: Well, yeah, that's very telling. I think you know, um, and interestingly, like I've obviously never been to a Gnostic mass, but from what you've told me and what. And like some things you've read, I'm like that is the exact opposite of like it's like the similar wording, but then the the meaning is completely the opposite of what you'd find in like a Catholic mass. So I find that super fascinating. Yeah, it well, mm-hmm. was
3: very much structured off of the Russian Orthodox mass too. So by the, by that the makes way, it looks and
0: you've mentioned the similarities before, haven't you? Why um, yes.
2: it
0: just goes to show. Doesn't it? I mean, the, the Catholic Church
2: doesn't have a good reputation um, it does not no it doesn't uh... <laughs> so i get i get how people are wary and like bash it do my my thing i always say is like you know the church is comprised of humans and men and they're faulty as well but it doesn't yeah. make yeah. the basics of the faith incorrect
0: mm.
1: yeah that's all yeah it's true that it's true but yeah, it doesn't help well, that's for sure. Well, you guys know, you guys realize that, like me, I, I took Latin in high school, and then uh, I've, i I can do Greek, but it's a nightmare because of the uh, <laughs> dyslexia. So I always have to have a I always have to have a, a Rosetta Stone that I use. Um, but you know, Latin being a dead language, it's not completely dead because you can still find like Herodotus and and Ptolemy yeah. and or Ptolemy, whichever way you want to say it. You can still find their works in Latin, and if you read it in Latin, you will find out it's very different than the interpretations that you get with the uh, translations. Um, I think, honestly, and and I've come to understand that this is the reason why, when you're in university, you don't get the Latin transcripts anymore. You get Mm. the approved and authorized translations. Um. It used to be that you were required to have Latin at least and possibly Greek to get into a university. And, and really? that's only a couple 100 couple 100 years ago. Yeah. Oh wow. Um oh, no pressure though. In the, in the 1800s, in the 1800s you had to have at least 1800s. Latin and in in some places Greek. Um because you had to be able to study those works in their original languages. Now they don't want you doing that because you'll pick up the subtleties that that The philosophers wrote um, instead of getting the translations that are authorized and approved by the education system. um, You know, with me, I love the fact that I can pick this stuff up in German or French or Spanish or Latin from. And, and, you know, I always tell everybody the German, the French and the Spanish tend to be uh, translations that were done by uh, uh, Jesuit scribes. But I can look at them in their in that language. And it's very different than what you get in the English.
2: How many languages do you speak,
1: Raven? Uh, I don't speak very well anymore because I haven't. Okay. I haven't but traveled I a lot. But uh, I, I can do Portuguese, Latin, Spanish, French, German, a little bit of uh, uh, Norwegian. Um, Norwegian, sometimes, oh. yeah.
2: <laughs> sometimes,
1: sometimes, uh, sometimes, if I uh, interact with a friend of mine from. Uh, from uh south america their their uh, portuguese is a little bit different um and that's the other thing that people don't realize is that that the dialects make a huge difference too because you could be saying i want to go to the bathroom in one place in portuguese and i i can honestly tell you that i've made this mistake i want to go to the bathroom in portuguese in one place but that one little subtle inflection on the word um if you don't do it right in, in the pacific you're telling somebody you want them to come to the bathroom with you, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a huge difference, that way, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, mm.
0: you know, it's like, funny to say can get that, some really baby. good looks. It's like, um, you know, you're saying differentiation slightly, it's like, um, Spanish, Mexican Spanish is different than Spanish Spanish.
3: Mm, oh, yeah, wow. there's so many different dialects, like that.
1: yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, you have you have Castellano, which is which is what they call. In Germany you have High German and Low German and then you have Swabish. So it's three different ways of speaking. Is
3: that like High Magic or yeah, Low Swabish.
1: Magic? Swabish. <laughs> Swabish, what's that mean? Yeah. Swabish, uh, Swabish it's from the Swabish Alps. It's oh, it's very different.
2: That's funny.
1: Um it, it's uh it, it's there's it, different influctuations that they use in in uh, a different uh syntax, the, the yeah. way that they speak. So, so you have to be careful. Um, but Spanish, you know, you got Castellano, which is the high Spanish from, from Spain, and then you've got the Indio Spanish, and, and it's, it's very, very different.
4: Yes. Uh, so,
1: you, again, you have to be careful. You have to be careful who you're speaking to. But uh, I was really lucky because I took Latin in school and Spanish, and knowing those two, it allowed me to pick up a lot of the other languages very quickly. hmm yeah. yeah,
2: just the, a lot of the rules are probably the and same. And being able
1: in the language. Yes, yes, and English is the one that's the English is the one that's all effed up.
2: <laughs> English is the weirdest language, yeah. honestly. Yeah, oh, so bizarre. Um,
1: so being, a, being able to read those texts in those languages is very very different than reading the, the translations that because you know, when you have somebody translating something and it doesn't matter how um dedicated they are to the art of doing it, they're still going to do it with their own slant. Or with the slant they're, they're being paid to do it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. You know I want to ask you Raven, you mentioned you spoke German, right?
1: Raven spreck and I'm BC in Deutsch.
3: Yeah. So from your experience from from what I've from what I know, I don't know if it's like totally correct, I don't speak German, but supposedly isn't the English language kind of like based off of German with like a Latin flair to it and a Latin influence?
1: Well, English is a combination of Latin and Germanic languages. Um, You find a lot of things like house. House is a very good example. The word house is straight up German. Um, Hamburger. eat comes from the word essen. Um, Work is uh, vorken. So, I mean, it's it's all connected. Um, The vast majority of your base English language you'll find from the Germanic languages. But then you'll find Latin mixed in there, too. Um, Yeah. But you know, the German. A lot of people forget that the Romans spread out all across Europe, so all the languages there there were influenced by Latin. So if 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 you you German words, yeah, and and French and Spanish, um, the Spanish the Spanish are more directly affected by Latin because you know that was the the that was the primary and and first place conquered and pretty much pretty much taken over by the romans uh, if if people think that, that there's direct uh, old spanish lines left in spain because yeah uh, overwhelming um, the overwhelming uh, uh, attack on spain for what 400 years almost 500 years yeah. A long time isn't it
2: i know that uh, my family's lineage was spanish before italian I think they fled oh, Spain. Was... They fled Spain to go to Italy,
0: right?
4: I guess
2: I don't know why. religious persecution or otherwise? I'm not sure. So
0: hey, you know, I, it could be strange, but you know, it's, it's <laughs> a shame. Isn't it, that, that, that we think it, we've got it hard now. Let's imagine what it was like a couple of hundred years ago. It must have been horrible.
2: Oof! Yeah, life must have been.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Crazy. I mean, at <laughs> least. one well, the other uh, thing. Uh, I can tell sorry, you. Back, that was during uh is wars most likely the the uh I'm trying to remember what they actually called that, but uh, the the uh, Islamic armies invaded Spain and and really it was I think it was almost 150 years that they were at war between the uh, Europeans and the uh, the Islam armies the Crusades that, that went right? into Spain the Crusades. Well, it's part of the Crusades, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, it was actually uh, the uh, Islamic uh, armies working their way through Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the reason why you still have little Islamic pockets inside of Spain. Yes, um,
2: and Italy and Malta as well. It's, there's yes. all these, like very interesting history there. But
1: that's probably the reason why your family went from Spain to uh, back to uh, Italy. Um, they probably... Totally probably came out with the Romans. And, and when the uh, Islamic war started in Spain, they, they had, to, had to go back for their own safety. Um, there was a lot of families that did that. Probably. Um, but yeah, you know, back to the languages. It's just one of those things that, that has really helped me through the years, in case y'all can't tell. <laughs> um, we're way, 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 way off the subject. But, uh, you know, if he eliminates the uh, Latin masses, then he's also going to eliminate that exposure to that language for a lot of people. Um, Mm -hmm. it seems like a a very intentional thing, just like removing Latin and Greek from universities.
2: Yeah. Well, and interestingly, um, you know, the actor Shia LaBeouf, who was in like Transformers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was in a movie recently about the life of Padre Pio, actually, whose death date is today. I believe it might be his feast day today in the Catholic church. Weird that I'm talking about him. So Padre Pio is a saint and then Shia LaBeouf starred as him in a movie that's coming out. I don't know when it's coming out. But he had this whole like transformative experience because as part of playing the character, he attended the Latin Mass like a lot. (laughs) And He said, I don't know, I haven't heard his interviews yet, but he's basically uh, converting to Catholicism and it's impacted his life in like a huge way. And he, always, he said it was because of the Latin mass. So I'm sure that's going to put a big dent in Francis's plans to kind of, like, try to push away the mass because a lot of young people will hear that and they'll get curious. Yeah. You know, what is that? And where do I go find one? I've looked it up myself. There's none close to me, which sucks, but I'd be curious to go to one if I can. You know, there we might yeah, be some sort of a been. revival Happening for that the almost older. seems
1: like that almost seems like somebody is trying to counter, <laughs> you know, almost. check and checkmate. Um, it, it's a uh, it, you look at that and, and curious timing, don't you think? <laughs> Very curious
2: timing, yes. It, and from him of all people, like Shia LaBeouf is like has been a messed up individual for a long time. So for him to come out and say that, I mean, it's not a cool thing to say. Is what I'm I'm trying to get at. So for yeah, him to basically. come out and and talk about it op- as openly as he is, it's very interesting.
1: Well, and you know, doing this also would would be a way to create division in, within the Catholic churches.
2: Yes, and that's been foretold for a long time that there would be like apostasy and division in the church, and that would uh, give rise to the antichrist. Basically. So. I
0: mean, you never know. What, it might be a positive thing with him doing this. Oh, I think um, so. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll see what like I was saying the the proof's in the pudding. I'll see what um, when it comes out. Be interesting yeah. To, to
2: watch. Yeah, I I don't know when the movie is coming out, but uh, I just found it even weird that Hollywood would even make a movie about Padre Pio in general. I'm Like, why do they care? Was he not
0: a, a nice individual?
2: Uh, no, he was he was very nice. He was he became a saint after. Um, he was like an a, an Italian saint. He's like world famous. I don't know. I just found it weird. Like, right. why would they make a movie about him? I'm curious yeah. to see the position yeah. they take. <laughs> I hope it's not him.
0: nothing like that. Was he a nonce? anything like that? Was he a pedophile?
2: No, I don't believe so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I think he was a good one. A good one.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <That goes> well. <laughs> well, now, back, back to uh, Spiritual Gangsters. <clears throat> Shame on me. No, okay. um. You guys have you guys have had a lot of people on that that have been through some pretty dramatic things and traumatic things and come through it at the other end with a positive view. Um, can you think of one that that really stood out as as really having a, a bad traumatic experience and still coming out on the other end positive i've um, yeah for me it, that
3: would still be the Ellie show that we haven't released. I think that was probably the most powerful to me. If that's what you're asking, like, whoever had, like, you know, kind of, to me, I think her story, what I thought was great is that, like, she tells her whole story about all these issues that she was dealt with just being born. And what she was able to accomplish still shows you that this person gave zero fucks about whatever issues they had physically and made, made it happen and got to where they were. It's just amazing how, like, someone like that, to me, can accomplish that, but then you got some fucktar basically throwing themselves on the floor, having a temper tantrum that they have to go back to the office now, and they can't work from home and do nothing. You know what I'm saying? You got somebody who's got yeah. physical deformities that's really almost, would almost, in my opinion, probably stop them from being able to do the job that they're doing, and they said, fuck no, this is what I want to do, and I'm going to deal with it. You know, and I think that shows, like, the power of the minds. instead of just giving up into fear and acting like a child and asking the government to give you everything.
4: Yeah. Well, see,
1: that's what I've noticed about your shows is, is a lot of these people have been through so many different types of just, you know, bad things consistently. And then in the end, they kind of get spun around and and come back to walking, I I guess, what we would call the straight path um, and come out better for it, which is the other thing. Um, A lot Mm -hmm. of people don't understand that suffering um, a lot of times (laughs) leads to quite a bit of development. Um,
2: Absolutely. Suffering is important, which I think uh, our society tries to do away with that idea that we don't need to suffer and um, suffering is like a choice. That's a very new age idea, you know. The extent of your suffering might be a choice, right? Like, <laughs> but to suffer, yeah, we all have to at some point in life for a variety of reasons. Well,
1: yeah. right? you know, the the thing about it is, is a lot of people will bring it upon themselves and use it as an excuse. Yeah.
2: Um, so what was you know? You
1: I, I think when it's natural and it's organic. Mm-hmm. Then then you, de- you either you either develop and get past it or you just dwell in it. Um, and look at all the people that used things that happened 20 years ago as an excuse to be the way they are now um, in a negative way, you know:
2: Yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. yeah I agree with N y like Ellie's story is really powerful. like Zachary Kings is super powerful also, but he did have like a mystical experience, so I'm not going to say like, oh well that like that it definitely helped shake you out of whatever you were doing you know but Ellie like she just she just grinded her whole life like she never gave up you know so I think it's almost more relatable because she didn't have some like magical mystical thing happen to her yeah well I will she had, also she admit- had a lot of bad shit happen well. from birth and then even <laughs> got in a car accident later in life which completely like derailed her and then she still like you know stayed the course basically you know, yeah. so yeah. almost her story is like very, it's very powerful, I think, to me.
0: Uh, so well,
1: it, it sounds uh, it as well, a, oh yeah, yeah, your show now. <laughs> what do you think the majority of them, do you think the majority of them have had some kind of a spiritual experience or, or a uh, mystical experience that, that turned them around?
3: Yeah, that's what I mean, for the most part, that's what I think, yeah. Like most of these people kind of had like an awakening moment. And some of them, you know, does come with a spiritual, you know, change.
2: Yes. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because not everyone arrives at the same conclusion, like, spiritually. They've all had their own, like, path, you know? Yeah, I think it's more
3: of, like, a lot of these people, I think it's, like, something, it may not even be so much, I mean, I guess it is spiritual, but in a sense, it's, like, almost something clicks in their head and they're, like, this just isn't working. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Something needs to change, you know? And they have like an aha moment, moment of clarity, maybe.
0: Yeah. Aha moment.
3: Yeah, and that moment. could be God inspired in a sense. You never know. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, exactly. And like to the point about like suffering, uh, Raven, that you said, like even, you know, when you want to sharpen something, like sharpen a sword, you need to like grind it against like a stone, right? So it's like we don't get better unless we are like sharpening ourselves if that makes sense like we need something to like work against which I think is like a lot of the purpose of suffering or even a lot of the purpose of evil in the world how are we to like better ourselves if we have nothing to like work against you know
1: yeah I think I think adversity adversity is is a very effective way of developing you know a lot of kids you know it's like I don't do I don't do college or professional sports But I do honestly think that uh, like high school level sports, if you're not crazy about it, like some of the schools are, um, I think I think high school level sports are great for building uh, character. And, and, you know, that adversity issue, it it builds character. But, you know, they've kind of changed that even now. Um, You know, you can finish dead last and, you know you Finished, I think that's fantastic, but I don't think you, you know she'd you get a medal for finishing <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> last. She'd get, get congratulated and get to take taken to the dinner because you did finish, but but they, they've even kind of corrupted that kind of adversity. Um, I think life's adversity, the way that they're doing the kids for maybe the last 15 or 20 years, has not prepared them for what's going to happen the minute they step out of those school doors, you know, nope. Even, nope. even from university. Nope.
2: Mm -hmm. I see it in my own kids too It's very much Even just at like their sports games A lot of the parents are very much like Overly positive I would say Sometimes when my kid makes a mistake I tell him that sucked You know like you have to do better next time If you want to play Buck up dude (laughs) I'm not afraid to tell him that Because otherwise What is the point You know the point is to win the game (laughs) That's why we're yeah. here, you know? And, like, yeah, great for trying. That's awesome. We should always try our best. But, like, I see that. The young kids today, if they don't win or get their way, they just want to give up immediately. There, There's a lack of a drive towards adversity. And I think that's – it's beyond parental control. It's almost like a societal thing because they get it in other places. Like, I try to instill that in them, but I see it in them like, whoa, dude. Like <laughs> – you're going to need to be a lot tougher than that if you want to survive in this world, you know?
4: Yeah.
1: Every you know, generation have, has been we,
2: less and less.
1: You know, we had coaches and teachers back in the day, and I'm old, but they would say, hey, you know, you, you did pretty good, but now how are you going to do better? And, and that was always the drive. Um, it didn't matter if, if it was sports, it didn't, and it didn't matter if you won or lost, we won a lot of really good, tough football games when I played, and and the coach said, "Okay, that was a really good game we had Friday. Now, how are we going to play better this week?" Uh, there was no, there was no letting you off the hook, um, and by doing that, you learn you don't let yourself off the hook. Yeah, um, I th- I think we've lost that that aspect of, uh, you know. What's that old saying that, that in times of plenty you create soft people, but in times of harshness mm. you create tough people?
4: Hmm.
2: Yes. Well, yeah. It's like uh, good times create weak men. Weak men create bad times. Bad times create hard men, or something like that. It's like a cycle, right?
3: Yeah, I definitely think it's all part. Yeah. Of oh yeah. The, oh yeah. Soft men making soft
1: men. Well and then, and then you see it you see it in a lot of people that you guys have had on the spiritual gangster shows um it took that it took that adversity and that and that uh tough life in order to bring them around to where they're at
2: Yes exactly yeah. without that they wouldn't have become who they were today NY is I'll a great pile. example of that as what? well
0: Growth <laughs> part of growth into Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah, I look at like you and when when I remember your first show, what you did, and then you you were looks, occult rejects, and they does not get any better and your old show and now you've got spiritual gangsters. It's mm-hmm. um, fucking hell, mate. It's what I mean about growth. Yeah. How and and you you surround yourself with the right people. Um fucking hell. I mean, uh, I, who knows where you can go.
3: Oh, exactly. I mean, there's even times, like I, I was even telling Teresa recently, there's certain things I want to change about my show. Every few months I look at it and see, like, am I going in the direction I want to go in? Am I enjoying yeah. what I'm doing? Am I fucking, uh, am I chasing guests, which i I, really, you, know, oh,
0: yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, like, I think It's like what we problem. did that show on Saturday, and you, you, you mentioned... Um, possibly changing a a perspective on something and the idea sounds fucking brilliant and if anybody can pull it off it's you
3: thank you yeah you know and you know like i and i understand as a as a podcaster especially with doing shit like this i understand and you know it doesn't happen as often but it does happen on my own show people will say things like i probably think is neither completely false or i just don't agree but you know it's their it's their time and i just go along with it but I found myself, like, last week, like, I, you know, I, I had someone on that, really, I'm going to be totally honest, doesn't really fit my show, in my opinion, but it's just, right. just, just the name that people like, and they want them on, and I'm going to be totally honest with you, after I got done recording the episode, I don't even think I'm going to release it, because there was just so much shit said in that fucking show that I do not disagree, that I do not agree with it, I'm sorry, I can't even put it out. I, I don't understand how anybody in the conspiracy community, actually is going to come out and say Jack Dorsey should take over Twitter again. I mean, you just said a fucking pedophile that posted weird satanic shit on Twitter is supposed to take, back, you know, is supposed to take it back, and that the mafia is okay, and they get a pass? I, I'm sorry. I, I can't agree with that shit. I'm not putting it out.
1: I'm
3: not I mean, having people on my I'm fucking sure show like, for a fucking sure name like not, to, to talk shit to I don't that. agree with. So the fucking shit's not going to get put out, and I'll have a few guests that I actually like, and I'm going to start covering shit on my own. So I know I don't get somebody on my show talking some fucking retarded trash, and now I got to put it out just to be a nice guy. No, I'm not doing that anymore.
0: No, you don't. You don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that blew my not mind. I'm sitting there,
3: and I'm sitting there just trying to rationalize all these things and just go along with it. And I'm like, fuck, this isn't me. People who listen to this yeah, are going to be yeah, like, how the, it, how the fuck is this guy co-signing Jack do Dorsey and the mafia? Yeah. I can't do it anymore. I can't you know, do it, so it, I'm not going to put it out, and I'm done.
1: Yeah. For me, i, I got to say right now, for me, if, if I don't mind divergent opinions, I really don't. But when oh, it yeah. is so far off base of yeah. anything that I would actually walk through myself or stand up for, man, i got no problems with not putting it on the air. I yeah. interviewed somebody. I've never done that before, this. and I, I feel like a dick,
3: but it is what it is.
1: I interviewed somebody that I thought was going to be a fantastic program. And don't get me wrong. It would have been a fantastic program, but I would have had to put an editorial section in front and in back. Um, and I, it was an hour and a half and it was a fantastic, it was fantastic. I mean, the guy was just him. He was, he was himself. Yeah. Um, and then I, and then I deleted it. I actually deleted it. Um, Cause there's just no way I'm putting that out anywhere because it is well, so divergent from where I stand. What was it, about, um, mate?
0: what wait, What way was it? Give uh,
2: us an
1: example. Uh, let me give you an example: the uh, uh, the uh, uh, To the Stars Academy versus real researchers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was that it was that bad. It was that bad. To the um, stars! Oh
3: man. Isn't yeah, that... it, it
1: was that bad. I mean, it, it, for the, for all I know, this guy could have been it could have been an FBI or CIA plant within that cult within yeah. that order. Um, but the stuff that he was spewing, and, and you notice how I said that That cult or that order, um, the stuff that he was spewing was so far offline. I mean, it's the reason why a lot of people turn their backs and get the hell out of those buildings. Um, but he was talking like it was gospel, and this is the way it should be, and this is how you should do it. And, and no, no, I, I just, no. <laughs> was
0: it, do you think he was trying so you to have this stay later. ground? You
1: think yeah. he's trying to manipulate I, Raven? I I think he was he was speaking on behalf of the order that he he's part of. He's he's a high ranking member. Are you, are and, you allowed uh, to say I, what? I think he laws? was trying to recruit. No, right. if I'm not going to run the the article, yes. I'm not going to to discourage discourage them mm. because I know some people that are in the order that I actually find interesting. But this guy was like trying to recruit on my show, mm. and no, we're oh. not doing that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I
1: had need a
0: name drop, name dropping, him,
2: name drop, name drop
1: But, you know, it, it just felt like he approached me, he approached me, and when we got into the conversation, the first part of it was really good. We were talking about the orders and how they were established and history. It was great. But then all of a sudden, he, taught, he started, uh, you know, just doing blatant promotion. And yeah, that's not cool.
0: No, it's
2: not. Yeah, I had, you know, it's well, funny, and, I had,
3: I had, to and he to, refused, sorry, Raven, go
1: refused ahead. Refused to answer, sorry about that, guys, I, I got a, a friend who has got his Harley Davidson running, I had to shut my mic off, but he also refused to talk about the dark occult rituals and things that I know are part of that order, hmm. um, so no.
4: Uh,
3: I had somebody recently, uh, stopped, like, <laughs> I think they started blowing up, like, the comments, Uh, and I I think eventually, I don't know if I blocked him because it was just like, now it's just getting too much, but like, it was like somebody was like blowing up the Order of Nine Angles episode that we had William Ramsey on for, like, I guess he was in the Order of Nine Angles and was going on about like, oh, you know, a lot of this is wrong, it's like, he basically was calling it propaganda and saying like, oh, you know, you should have me on, I could tell you about it, this and that, and I'm like, you you just sound like you just want to fucking like promote it. No, (laughs) I think
0: the fuck on. Yes, mate, that sounds exactly Oh, he, uh, I mean, for a start, if any, anybody like that, to me, uh, I mean, we're all different, aren't we? but to me, that's a red flag anyway. Uh, I think if he, if he was in that, I don't think he would be splurring his mouth off. Well, I mean, going way. by,
3: I forgot the name that he had in the the, the the photo that he had for his thumbnail. I mean, don't want to yeah. judge a book by its cover, but to me, I mean, you, yeah. in my opinion, I think he was neither into the shit or was a member, but at least was into stuff and he was trying to yeah. stick up for it and I'm like no <laughs> I mean, well, you know, are promoting and
1: bringing it. this up hopefully bringing this up will help some other people who are starting podcasts because you don't have to air it just because you did the interview yeah it's wasted time or whatever but in my case I don't consider it wasted time I found out uh what this person was about so mm. I can avoid him if he's on other programs <laughs> and the other thing too and the other thing too is is uh it, it it it's a good lesson. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: <I>, oh, <no>, <laughs> know he wanted to. T- that's when all they want to do is tell you the positive, and they won't talk about what you know is a dark part of that particular group, then you obviously know that there's an agenda there. Oh man, yes.
3: Mm. I mean, like th- that. That honestly, that was that was probably the good thing that came out of the situation I was just talking about because. I was kind of, I don't know how to put it, not getting bored, but it was just, I I just felt like something, even with my own show, was off. And like, there was a lot of things, like, there's a lot of things me and Teresa will talk about, or I'll even talk about with Lux that are, that's interesting, but we'll never cover it. Even though it's something I'm like, oh, this would be interesting for me. And the reason I don't cover it is because I got fucking three or four guests scheduled for the week, so I don't have the time. And I was like, if I was to start doing less of those shows, I mean, I got like almost three months done already for my show, done, already loaded in Spreaker. I can afford, after I'm done with these next two weeks of all these guests, I can afford to take a week or two to do one show with Teresa on a topic and not bring a guest yeah. on. You know what I'm saying? And I think it will actually probably be better than, you know, some, some, of, you know, some of the shows I've done before, not knocking the guests. It's just so it might be a little bit more deeper of a topic. You know, and I, I just like, and, and like that's what I like doing like with Lux. But, the, you know, the thing is, you know, when you have two people doing a show, you have to, you know, two people's schedules. You may not be able to do as much, like I, because I have my schedules open more. I can't expect Lux to be as available. So now with Teresa, between both of them, you know, I can actually cover topics and actually like what I'm doing.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 So.
0: It, it sounds like it's a lot more personal that way, mate, the way you, you approach. Uh, well,
1: and the other yeah. thing, too, is, is, is uh, Change is not a bad thing when you feel that you need to go in a different direction. Um, that's one thing I like about the Spiritual, spiritual Gangster Show is it's a completely different yeah. approach to getting the information about things that happen to people out, you know?
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. thank you. <laughs> that's why I, that's when she mentioned it. I was like, fuck yeah!" When she asked me, I was like, definitely. It's totally different. And that's, yeah, that's another that's thing, too. Brilliant. I started realizing, like, you know, I, I love doing my show, and I was like, I found myself, like, almost preferring, t- like, to, to not even do mine and to do Teresa's because I just was, I don't know, I just, uh, I, I guess I was in a stagnant stage and something needed to spark some fire of change, and that's what did it for me. <laughs> that was the last week or the week
1: before, whatever. I think, <laughs> well, I think what as mean. soon as
3: I got done with the show, I think I texted mm-hmm. Teresa, and I was like, I, I, would you mind starting to cover topics with me on my own show? <laughs>
1: Well, you know, with oh, well. me, I I got to a point where <laughs> I got to a point where I was kind of uh, I was doing so much research. And, you know, there's that trap, that knowledge trap. I was doing so much research that I was missing out on connections. And General Lee was nice enough to bring me in, and and uh, he has made some connections that have actually connected some tangentials to the to the research that I was doing. <laughs> um, so you know, change. <laughs> Um, has been a very beneficial thing for me, and I think people miss miss out on that. Um, they they get that, so baby. locked in. Yeah. Well, I mean, people get locked into what they're doing, and uh you know, if you get bogged down, uh, like pa- New York Patriot was talking about, you get bogged down. It's really hard to change directions without having to help.
0: Yeah. Like, you, know, you get in a rut, don't you? Sort of, uh, so sort to of speak. Which I'm not saying to change. You get out the rut and. Um,
2: right yeah and that's why like when when i wanted to start a show like for myself i was like i don't want it to be and not not to knock conspiracy podcasts i love them obviously (laughs) but uh i was like i don't want it mine what i produce to be just just another conspiracy podcast you know because i feel like there's already so many great ones um out there so i'm like i don't we don't need more of that i'm like But what I do find is people that I have connected with over the last few years, there is sometimes a feeling of isolation or there's a feeling of, like, they don't know who to talk to about, like, what they're learning or going through. So just to create that, like, sense of community and to see, like, okay, like, we all have, like, a lot of similarities, actually. You know? Yeah.
0: I think, I think as all your show, it's like... um, It's like you was... The missing piece to a puzzle, if you know what I mean, um, just just how it is, the concepts, everything. It just fits in perfectly with we need something like,
1: something different, something fresh. Thanks, Lee. <laughs> well, you know, and the bad thing is, is like with me and my research, you know, doing the bloodlines and doing the, the Babylonian thing and all that, it, it it runs you down a dark road all the time. There's no way because of who's behind it.
2: Yes, exactly. And and,
1: and being, able to, being able to see people who have been through their own dark past and come out the other end is something that was missing in our research. We, we need people who can say, just because we've done it, okay, there's four of us here. All right? We've been through it. We've walked through it. We've come out of it. So people listen to us and they're like, oh, well, them four did it, but that doesn't mean everybody can. So by bringing other people in the way that you guys have, um, it shows that it's it, – it doesn't have to be a podcaster. It doesn't have to be someone like me who who has the educational background. Yes, you know, I yes. hate to say that. I had to throw most of it out. But, um, you know, anybody can go through this and come out the other end. It's it's just a matter of finding the path. and And the variety of your guests show – that there are multiple paths. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, that's even <laughs> yeah. another thing that I really truly like about the spiritual gangsters. And it was even, you know, I've done it myself too. And I've had some great shows just from people that don't have a show. It could, be a, it could be a listener. It could be a fan. It could be somebody with an Instagram chat, you know, Instagram thing, and that's it. They don't have a show. And like, you know, just because they don't have a show doesn't mean they don't have anything good to say. You know, and I've actually had some really good shows with people like that. And, and that's, you know, the reason why I kind of appreciate spiritual gangsters is because a lot of these people don't have shows that we've actually had they're just kind of regular people that she knew from chats or they just have good accounts that seem to have interesting stuff come on let's hear your story you know i think that's awesome
0: you you couldn't have said it any better you're you're spot on though we've had some i mean like 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 grub and juan you know I said name but few uh like like bossy ron digger yeah yeah
3: I've had
1: Ron, I've People had, like that, like, like, listen. Fucking uh, brilliant. They are brilliant. Yeah, you know, we got yeah. Scott from Animus yeah, who's yeah. just starting out. Um,
2: so yeah, sure. Here's yeah.
1: my hope. I'm hoping that by... And you guys know that I jump from one group to the other as far as people that I interact with and, and, and appear on shows. And the reason why I do that is I'm hoping to bring people from each group together mm-hmm. <laughs> so that they have an expanded group of people to get knowledge and podcasts from rather than, yes. than just one side or the other. Yeah, um, yeah. And I hate to say one side or the other, but there is, unfortunately for us, there is this weird split, and, uh, and and what happens is people miss out on all those tangents that make a difference, you know? Yeah,
3: I mean, there's even... Yeah. Uh, you know, shout out to Hush Hush Society. You know, I love those dudes. I think they're fucking awesome. They're funny, yeah. And, yes. and, they, and they, you know, they bring they bring some info and it got a lot of jokes. So I like that shit. But like, even with them, they they're starting a thing that we're gonna start doing, and I think it's like it's probably like five or six different shows. It might even be more, but it's all like shows that have more than one host. So like, since Teresa's been co-hosting with me, they've kind of put us together, and they got them who they've got three people, and they got other shows in there. I can tell you right now, just from comments on my own posts, I can tell you some of the shows in there do not agree with a lot of the shit I said. But we all do have some kind of common thing. And we're all going to still pair up and cover topics. Like, one person from each show, they'll get four or five of us together, we'll have a topic, we'll all talk about it, and then we'll all release it on our own shows as well. That is like getting a bunch of different shows that do actually kind of have different opinions and cover different things, but kind of in the same ballpark, you know, all trying to just put out different people's ideas and shit. And I was like, well, yeah, but that's see, fucking to me, amazing. That's,
1: that's, like, that's like what we do. Yeah. Uh, you, you present it in an honest way yeah. and you present divergent, you know. Very, very good example is, is, is uh, have you guys heard the, the podcast we did with Gary Wayne?
3: No, 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 I
2: haven't. No, um, but I, it's on my no, list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, he and I come from two very different angles of dealing with things. You know, I come from the mystical. He comes from, he comes from a, a religious yes, viewpoint. Yes, yes, yes. And people were just amazing that he and I could have the conversation we did. And the reason why is because he understood that he and I were talking about the same thing from two very different views. But we came to the same conclusion. And that is where we need to be when we're doing our podcast. It doesn't matter if we disagree on subtle points. You know, what's a name? You know, I call it a rose. You call it a thorny flower. Okay. Um, But still, if you're going in the same direction, we are presenting information that people need to have. Yes. You know?
3: Absolutely. I mean, they even, like, there's a good point to make. I think the first show that we're all going to do is going to be based on Flat Earth. Um, they were asking me which one of us, me or Teresa, you know, should jump in on that one. I said, well, I do believe in a flat earth and dome. I said, I'm just not big on it because like a lot of people just fucking, uh, they spaz out when you cover that shit. I don't know what the fuck it is. You know, so I was like, I'm into it. I said, but I know Teresa like really actually is like, she's much bigger for that. And I said, you should have her on. And they're like, all right, so we're going to have Teresa, I think two other people. And then they were getting the fourth one was going to be a non-believer. Because they wanted to have at least some sort of balance and an, an opposition of why, you know. So it's like a discussion. And I was like, that's fucking amazing. I <laughs> yeah, love that's it. way
1: it should I be.
4: love it.
3: Well, and, and
1: there's, a difference, there's a difference between argument where you present your points and counterpoints and an argument where you get stupid.
2: Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. y'all would love to have
1: me on because I, I, I don't believe in flat earth, but I believe that the earth is much, much bigger than what they tell us.
2: Mm.
3: I've thought that too, actually. I actually I honestly think like these maps aren't showing us everything. I'll, I'll put it that way.
1: Yeah. Well, and we've got old maps that show that. Uh, I mean, that's, you know, I'm not just saying it out of the left left field, but I think it's great that you guys are diver- diversifying too and making appearances on other shows. It it helps promote your shows, but it also helps promote you as individuals. And that's the other thing that, you know, I make appearances all all kinds of places because – I want people to know that I am no different when I'm being interviewed than when I'm doing what I am now, guiding, guiding an interview. Um, and and that's really important too, is people start figuring out that we're not full of BS and that we're the same all the time. It's like you two, you two appear on various shows that you guys do and it's, and you're always the same. That consistency is what people are going to notice. Um, there's some of them that put on big airs and, you know, I had somebody say the other day, well, how do you do these uh, podcasts with just a recorder and a cell phone? And I said, because I'm not spending the money to build a studio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> also, you're not seeking the money to build a studio, right? Yeah. Exactly.
1: Like, you yeah. know, I, I don't need any extra funding. Um, right. You know, if somebody wants to give me a laptop and a microphone, okay, but I'm not going to go out and spend the money on it just to do podcasts. Yeah. Um. <laughs> New York laughs at me every time I say it. I say, "Look, if you don't like the way I am today, don't come back and visit tomorrow." You're not. Getting <laughs> so, well, that's so the same thing with reason.
2: me. <laughs> I'm not so I used to do um, like more of this, like crocheting stuff, like I make kids' toys and whatnot, and like I used to be very active on my social media, like for that stuff, many years ago. And I remember um, this girl; she wanted to meet up. She was also a, a maker. She w- she made kids' clothes. So we met up for dinner and stuff, and then the first thing she said to me is, like, you're just the same as you are online. And I said, well, why wouldn't I be? Like, what, what did you expect? Like, I guess she meant sometimes, like, how, you know, influencer culture is people are very different online than they are in person, and it's a bit of a facade. And I'm like, dude, you'll not meet anyone realer than me. Like... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to be the same here, there, and everywhere. Like, what is yeah. the point? That's exhausting to me. It's the only way
0: to be to exactly it's the right? only way. Like, be yeah, yourself. Yeah. yeah, and
2: I think you can really tell that when you encounter different people uh, either through their social media or through podcasts or you know through how they speak, um, consistently, like you said, Ravens, consistently across the board. You know,
0: that's a really good yeah, point. yeah, yeah spot on that, so he's spot on.
2: Yeah. Not to, like, toot my own horn, but why would I be different than like, She's like, the way you talk is the same as how you write. I'm like, yeah. Because <laughs> it's from yeah. me. Exactly. You see,
0: I think there's, there's there's quite a lot of people um, that clearly, obviously, not being themselves, and, you know, it, it must be exhausting for them.
2: Totally. Oh, like, to have an, an agenda, oh. like, all the time, or just... Putting on this other character, it's weird to
0: me. You see, a lot lot of people, their agenda, it's not truth. It's money. And I think, you know, that is all they're bothered about, is money. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, unfortunately. It's not about money. It's about, well, I guess, it's it's each to their own. If that's what their agenda is, then, you know, fair play.
3: That's where I think, and, like, not to, you know, get into this, but, I mean, my opinion, if you're a good occultist, you're going to be a good mask wearer. You're going to be able to play whatever fucking role you want to play to rake in money that you want to rake in. And, and oh, yeah. I hate to yeah. say it, making people laugh works really fucking good.
0: <laughs> well... <laughs> mainly, uh, it's the, yeah, it does. It does. And
3: uh, you know what's funny? Since I've gotten into this, I've ran across a few comedians. Ravens, one of them. Look at that. He he has a comedian show, but he's into occultism. I have uh, two other listeners that follow me, and they actually do play at small comedy places, and they're all into occultism. They may act stupid, but they're not yeah. fucking dumb. That's the whole fucking mask. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing people are too fucking dumb. They're playing fucking dumb. Mm.
2: Well, yeah, it's an interesting bet. connection between entertainment industry in general and occultism, perhaps. Another topic for you're not fucking show. dumb if you're
3: making money off yeah. of being an asshole, you're actually right. smart.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's what were you we gonna say, Lee? I interrupted
0: you. You, you no, it's okay, it's okay. To, to use that, uh, the, the brain correctly, you know, that's that's what it's all about, not not having that. Um, a hidden agenda. Yeah, exactly. right. People could see it. I mean, I can see it. If I can see it, why can't everybody else see it?
3: Sure, well, because then the image in your mind gets fucking shattered that you've created for that person. <laughs> yeah. don't, you don't know. You, we, we, we don't know these people, and we create this fucking image. We think we have this relationship, or we believe this image that we want to believe that we constructed. And, and if we break that, yeah, yeah. if we break that and tell ourselves that we might be wrong, no, that's the worst thing in the fucking world. Yeah. Well, Start like, what's what's it. the big deal to believe something about somebody that might be true that wasn't going along with what you had when you don't even fucking know them? You don't even <laughs> fucking know these people. Yeah, mate. the fuck are you yeah. stuck defending them for? This nigga paying your fucking bills? He's sucking your dick?
0: <laughs> no, I don't think he is. <laughs> hey, what the mate. fuck are you getting out of this? You, you've got Hang a on. point there, mate. You've got for a point. real.
3: For real, man.
0: Uh, this yeah. shit is fucking yeah. stupid. Some things that need, need to be said, mate, are um
3: this is one of them. This is one of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I'm not, not going to... I don't want to give it away now, but like me and Lux right now, or even, I mean, I hate... The reason why we're getting into it is because we do think there is some kind of occultism and sex trafficking going on, but there's like some kind of hot topic that somehow started on YouTube and has blown the fuck up on YouTube. And all these fucking people that are supposedly helping on this fucking case, all of this thing... They're all got GoFundMes that are going to fucking, it's just, it's a fucked up thing, and literally, it is a bunch of YouTube channels on YouTube pushing something that's fake and collecting money off of it. Really? Yeah, and if these people can do that, I'm I'm just, I don't know. we got to stop fucking making excuses for people. Please, please
0: please don't tell me it's something to do with kids. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's fuck. Yeah, uh, we, if we uh, we need to. Everybody needs to know this. Huh?
3: Yeah, no, that's what we're going to cover. Uh, next, what, 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 like, what the really, fuck is? We going need to on let everybody these. know
0: what they really ask. Fuck that is scumbag. Tat- in
3: in tat- my in my opinion, what I think is going on is that people are sex trafficking people. They're disappearing, and then these piece of shit cocksuckers who know this person's never going to show up, and when they do show up, they're going to show up dead. We're going to get a couple of fucking MK-altered morons. Yeah, Don Donko!
0: Yeah, yeah, you, you, you,
3: you're good there, Don, Donnie. Uh, I don't even know how to say your name. I'm sorry. Darny Donko. You nailed it. <laughs> Fuck you. You suck. <laughs> but uh, in my opinion, there's sex trafficking going on, and then you get some MK-altered fucking morons to uh, have yeah. true crime shows and say that they're uh, raising money for this and for that. And like when you, we started just basic checking. One of the people that is supposedly raising money for this investigation, when you check the company that is owned, that is supposedly getting the money for the investigation, and you check the yeah. owner, and then go on this f- fucking asshole's Facebook that actually has the show, you can see one of their family members has the same fucking name. So you're literally Just raising a GoFundMe that's going to one of your fucking relatives, and nothing's getting done. It's a scam. Sixty three oh, fucking, fucking thousand dollars. In a scam for a fucking missing girl. That's
0: six. fucking sick. I watched, mate, six, six, 63.
3: That's just one show. It's fucking disgusting. Oh, you got I a bunch of that. shows circle jerking. It's bullshit and it's raking in money, making up stuff. That's, that's you can sick, literally right? watch their bad. shit and watch them contradict themselves.
1: That's crazy. And, and then
3: what are we gonna say? Oh, they're, they're too stupid to lie. No, get the fuck out of here. They're lying. They're making money.
0: Ah. Uh, uh, I, need, I need to yes this, mate. I need to... We need
3: to blow it up. Oh, no, we're going... Well, there's somebody else who De- already definitely. is, but we're going to try to also as well. Yeah. Well, so mate. It's definitely be interesting, but, uh, yeah, it's only going to be a little different, but uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, caught my attention. Looks told me about it like a week or two ago, and uh, after we finished the Kabbalah thing, I, like, really started getting into it. I was like, yo, we got to cover this shit. This is a fuck show. You know, when it's all people that... They say the right things... They make yeah. the right jokes, they pull yeah. off this image, and people trust every fucking word that comes out of their mouth without even questioning a damn thing.
2: That's wild. Yeah. I'd be curious yeah. to see these, these YouTubers and watch stuff.
3: these people literally contradict themselves and fucking lie.
0: It just goes to show, don't it, how easily like, people can be manipulated.
3: I mean, put it this way this shows you how fucking stupid people can be when they're blinded. I mean, and not to go back to it again, but like, you know, when I had an issue with another show, this person's thing firing back at me was that I hide behind a screen and I don't show myself. All right. Now, I, I was to an extent, but I was showing myself on certain shows with people that I trusted. Yeah. But when I went on that show, I actually had my video on. So now, when you took it down and went behind a fucking paywall, and told everybody that I wasn't showing myself. They have no fucking idea. But if you were to actually go check their Odyssey account, you'd see my fucking face. And then once I started making accusations about that, all of a sudden that came down. So obviously it got back to the fucking retard. <laughs> like you're out well, there fucking well, mate, singing to your cult I'm, members I'm that I hide myself, but yet I was on your show with my camera on.
0: the fuck out hey, of here. If you, if you want to put a video on, or if you don't, it makes no difference to me. You're still the same person to me. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. not about, it's like, I, I remember as well something similar when we was on we was on Twitter, and this fucking plonker uh, basically asked uh, Lux to show his face. And I'm like, why, why does, why do you need to show your face? And it was like, as if like, he felt like, he understood. I'm like, Lux, the ten fucking notices of him. It. it makes no difference to me if you show your face or not. He still looks, he's still a friend, you know. Does that make a difference? Obviously, to some people, uh, we must be, what, what's he doing? Uh, sorry, Teresa, it might get a bit vulgar now, but what's he doing? Is uh, he beating his meat to a picture looks? <laughs> I, no, I doubt it. Sorry, Teresa.
2: No. But you, you,
0: don't, you don't know, do you? You know? I don't know.
2: You really well, don't. And the thing no. is, too, th- this day and age, like, honestly, like, it's, it's great if people do want to show their face on camera, but like, there's even programs where you can make a fake person. Like, if you want to go to that degree, like how? True. We, how do we yeah. even know that anything I would see online is real? Yeah. You yeah. know.
0: I don't you know. can't. Care. You could can just edit an, an avatar and have whatever you want.
2: Right. Or filters. Right. Yeah. Like you can put filters. Filters. Yes. face yeah. Filters. Yeah, that's rampant. Huge lady. That,
0: that, that's something that's like proper blown up filters. Mm-hmm. You know, but to me, it all stands, stems from uh, people want to look like Hollywood actors. You know, you take that makeup off them and, you know, they used to say what they're going to look like, A couple be dudes, men, and vice versa, chicks really? with dicks. Every they're season. just
2: regular people at the end of the day. Actually, have been sharing this one account. Uh, I found it recently on Instagram. I think it's called Problematic Fame. And problematic fame. whoever is behind the account is awesome. They show, like, Photoshop before and afters. They show celebrities, like, real texture of their skin, like, close up. Like they're just regular people, like, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And people whose whole sole job is to make you like how they look. So, yeah, they spend four hours a day in the gym. They have professional chefs. They don't live a regular life, you know? And I remember, like, um, in university, I was in, like, a sociology class, and the professor was talking about Photoshop. And this is a long time ago. So, like, Photoshop was way less sophisticated than it is now. And he showed us, like, magazine cover, like, before and afters. And as, like, a young girl and, like, was maybe, like, 18 or 19 years old, I was like, holy shit. Like, wow, I should not feel bad about myself ever.
1: I I grew
2: up in the early 2000s of like Britney Spears and, you know, Kate Moss, like Heroin chic was in like, I grew up hating my body. Like that's like (laughs) like a program in me. So it was like, whoa, that was like revolutionary just to see that like, you know, yeah, okay, they are skinny or whatever, but not even to the way they appear on screen or on camera. The finished product is totally different than the actual person in front of the camera.
3: I said that yesterday yeah. when we uh, were talking about Barbie, when we had Sean McCann. On. You know, I mean, it was a little bit more, you know, going back to where Barbie originated from and the person behind it and all this and that. But, I mean, I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, you know how many women that mind fucked? I said, now you've got to look a certain way. And Barbie's got all these accessories. So now, <laughs> oh, now okay. I need to go out and buy Louis Vuitton. A bag because that makes me who I am. Now I gotta go out and have shoes because I'm worried about a fucking photo that somebody might look at my fucking feet and it doesn't completely match my dress.
1: So now somebody might be like, oh, look at so and so's <laughs> no. shoes. She's
3: not cool. I gotta fucking worry about 10 fucking pairs of shoes, 10 fucking pocketbooks. I gotta get this fucking stuck in my face. I gotta get this jabbed in my ass. For what? Yeah. Why don't you fucking learn to love yourself the way you are?
0: Exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent, mate. You know, there's so much pressure on the jet, ge- especially now the generation. It's all about looks yeah. and worried and acceptance,
3: about, acceptance from other people. That's all it is.
0: That's what it is, mate. Yeah, being being accepted. Um, and, you know, as long as you are yourself, and yeah. you keep being yourself, that's all that should matter. Fuck
3: okay, yeah, that's what I think.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And like, if you look over the history, like you know, beauty standards shift. Every 10 years, 20 years, it's like, well, were you just born in the wrong time? <laughs>
4: like,
2: <Yeah. you> know, <laughs> yeah. To fit what was cool at the time? Like, you know, it would have been better if I was born in the Renaissance. Yeah, because I would have been like considered super hot back then. Or yeah. like the era I was born
3: in. I oh, wasn't... they would have been lining up at your fucking house. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> They
3: would have been asking to paint pictures and shit.
2: It's funny funny now, especially to see, like, okay, so when I was, like, a teenager, like, in my early 20s, it was more like a thin, a very thin shape was in, obviously. And then Kim Kardashian came along, and it was like, yeah, she's still tiny, for sure, but, like, she's curvy. And I remember then, you know, J-Lo, Beyonce, and it was like, holy shit, like, it was, like, revolutionary at the time you know yeah. and it was like oh damn you don't have to be like a rail like well, man you those girls work on their bodies incredibly long hours you know there's no there's no uh difference really but to embrace, start to embrace other shapes was revolutionary at the time you were so. ahead of the times
0: mm-hmm. I, I know as it should be change, because at the end of the day we're yeah. all different
2: exactly i even have friends who who are so you know they're naturally thin and they can't gain weight and they hate themselves too. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, we can't win. So it's like, just, just accept, you know, accept yourself.
0: We are what we are, aren't we? Uh, exactly.
2: For men too. So. For men yeah, oh, too. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I they think... attack men's psyche as well with that, <laughs> you know.
3: <laughs> you know what I thought yeah. was funny? And it, it hadn't had I wish I would have made a joke about it or something. But it was pretty funny how yesterday, even when we were recovering, this guy, uh, fuck, I forgot his name, Dictor or whatever. His last name is Dictor. It's pretty funny. And I think he also ended up having, besides having something to do with Barbie, I think he had something to do with cars and actually making them four inches bigger than normal. So, first off, I mean, with Dicter and then adding four to four inches, I thought it was funny. But, like, even, even that, uh, like, I started thinking, like, is, does that go back to the whole phrase? Is that when you got these hot rods and these big trucks, it's to make up for a small dick?
4: I was like, he does not yeah. even
3: go back to Dictor making cars bigger, you know. What I'm oh, no. I was like, what the
4: fuck? <laughs>
3: but it even goes both ways. I even said that shit with Barbie. You, you look at Ken in the fucking car, and then that—that's what you need to get a bar. You know, to get a chick that looks like Barbie, you gotta have a hot rod. You gotta be, you know, this and that. And it's just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just Off of a fucking toy, you don't even realize.
0: It's fucking madness. It, it? Yeah. it is madness. Fuck yeah. Um, but I have loved this conversation today. Oh, hell yeah! That I think good, it's yeah. been uh brilliant,
3: yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, Raven did have to go and he didn't even get the Yeah, m- he the did, he, he yeah. has sent,
0: sent a message. He, I know he's working. Gotcha. Yeah. Um,
3: so, if, you, if you don't mind, Lee, uh, only because I do have something else I have to do before the next show, uh, maybe we'll just wrap it up here, too. I think, yes, I think not, this a a problem, a it, not a problem at all.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, Teresa, it might be. I have. It's been a true honor having you on today. Thank you very much.
3: No, I had a great time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you.
3: And for the people still listening, uh, or the people who are going to listen to this episode, anyway, uh, just a reminder, um, as far as I know, this was kind of like, not spur of the moment, but it was only a few days like in advance, I think we did. Yes, that. yes. Yeah, it the was, next yeah. one that we're doing, and I think going forward, if we're not going to cover one specific topic, I think we all may just have kind of a topic that we'll all talk about and discuss for 20, 30 minutes each. But going forward, unlike the other meetings of the Mind show, this is actually going to have topics, which is why I was totally down with doing another monthly so uh, just going yeah. forward, yeah, I think yes, just so let people mate. know, we're actually going to cover topics and not here sit here and circle jerk about how fucking great we are for not falling for the current narrative and just talk about nothing. <laughs> you know, we're actually going to cover shit. Yeah, this was just yeah. a little bit of a spur of the moment. It was the first time, but going forward, uh, the, again, why I'm very happy to start doing this is because we're going to have four people covering topics from different aspects, and I think it's going to be fucking yes. great. it's going
0: to be brilliant, mate.
3: Brilliant. Yeah, man. I'm totally, totally down for this as a, as yes, a monthly. Yes, thank you. I'm, I'm
0: thank proud of you. I'm proud you know, it's something different to it, again, oh, just yeah. mix it up a little bit. Something to look forward to.
3: Well, I mean, that's the like, whole thing. You have your own way of looking at things. Teresa has her own way of looking at things. Raven's fucking educated in all sorts of different areas. I think we're all going to have, like, it's going to be a good yes. show. Yeah. You
0: know? All different perspectives, mate. All Okay. Crazy, but all weird and brilliant at the same time.
2: All crazy in the in best, the best way. <laughs> in
0: the best possible way, yeah. Uh, That's spot on, that uh, Teresa, thank you. <laughs> yeah,
2: thank you so much, Lee, for having us on. It was no great. problem.
0: Yeah, do you want to let everybody know where they can get older again, please? you want to go, Teresa?
2: Sure. So they can check out um, Spiritual Gangsters with me and NYP. On YouTube, Apple, Spotify, all the all the usual podcast places. And you can find me on Instagram, just under my name, at Teresa.Kassar.
3: Yes. I love that. I love that. Yeah, and by the way, just to let people know, her show does drop on Tuesdays. So yes. keep, keep okay. an eye out. Keep <laughs> I'm to put it nice. out right now. <laughs> right. Thank you, Eric. And thank you for the comments, also, as well. Um, my show, I do have the NY Patriot that drops on Mondays and Fridays. And this, whenever we do, uh, this round table type thing, it will just go live and automatically drop right then and there. Um, yeah,
0: I think that's the best idea. That yeah. Happen. For me,
3: because honestly, I'm going to have to start because of how far ahead I am. I'll literally have to squeeze this in and start kicking shows around and pushing them around. You know, it's just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, I'm just going to go live and drop them whenever we do it. But, uh, yeah, I got the NY Patriot show. I do, uh, You know, kind of basically a Monday and Friday. Then I got the Occult Rejects that I co-host with Lux, a lot more deeper of a show that comes out on Wednesdays. If we have any extra shows, sometimes guest shows or whatever, we'll drop on Saturday. And then, uh, like Teresa said, we have the Spiritual Gangsters together. Um, I got all those shows. My links are in the bottom. Uh, We also have, I want to plug it, because like I said, I've been kind of forgetting here and there. Check out the element server. We have an element server. It's a lot like Discord. It looks a lot like Discord. There is a fuck ton of stuff in there. a fuck ton different sub channels. There is other shows in there. The people that made the element server that like put fucking sleepless nights of time into building it have even set it up to where when these shows in there that have their separate channels. When they post one of their shows, the RSS feed will drop in the chat too. So you will even get like their, as soon as their episode comes out, you'll know it because you're in fucking Element as well.
0: That's brilliant. Yes. Brilliant. Yes.
3: Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they, yeah, I'm really happy with that. It looks pretty cool so far. Um, And the censorship will not be an issue like last time. And if we want to get any snitch bitches, it's not going to come down that easy. So, yeah, it's so you know, yeah, something I want to kind of toss out there. It is kind of coincidental that the last two times our Discord came down, it was a day after I either made a meme or a post about a certain somebody. Just seems very coincidental. So now if you're going to yeah. bitch about that shit because you're trying to fucking sneak on us, it's not going to happen. You're just going to have to look at it and, oh, well, your fucking idol is a fucking faggot. Sorry. Um, you you're going to have to just deal just with it. Yeah. Just accept it.
0: The bunch of and just accepts it.
3: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're here to stay there. It's not fucking coming down. And check it out. Uh, and like Eric even says, it, con- it continues <laughs> to improve and they continue to add more stuff and change shit. This thing is uh, it's a beast in my opinion, so please really. go check it out. I really would like to get some more people in there. We've got a good a good group of people that post a lot of stuff, but let's you know let's get some more some more listeners to join in and, and you know be a part of that community because there's, there's a yeah, fuck ton mate. a fuck ton of information in there. If I was to read everything that was going on, I'd never make my own shows. I'd be too busy
0: reading. Is so, it a <laughs> bit like uh, sort of like Reddit kind of thing, but? No, it looks more just personal. like
3: Discord, but just it's a totally ah, right, okay. it's a totally different right. thing. So, uh, yeah, I want to plug that real quick. You know, well, not real quick. Yeah, I kind of no went problem, on about man. it. But yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to plug that because, like I said, I've been forgetting. So, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Check out our tour and more. we got a strike right now. There's a few episodes I need to drop once that comes off, which I think will be tonight and tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, so check that out. That will have my show, The Occult Rejects, and Lux Rising as well. So uh,
4: yeah
0: Brilliant.
3: I'm done and, uh, yeah. Sorry about that I went on
0: well, No problem mate You are You are an OG mate You're always, you, always off, man. you are I've been. You are Incredible
3: Oh so are you yeah. man You're like fucking A podcasting machine bro Oh thanks
0: mate <laughs> <laughs> Thank Hi, you. Man. I love
2: subconscious <laughs> conscious realms Yeah It's
3: like Yo know, sometimes I'm like Yo I, I'll be honest I'm like how the fuck Did he pull these guests off I'm jealous Like this <laughs> <laughs> <So laughs> <weird>. fucker man <laughs>
0: Thank you. Oh, Yeah, thank keep, you.
3: keep doing what you're doing, Lee. And Lee, do you thank want to plug your you. own thank show you. before we end it?
0: Uh yeah, thank you, mate. Um, Subconscious Realms available on Anchor, Spotify, and now Apple. Um, nice. Email sub- subconsciousrealms at gmail.com. Um my Instagram is at subcon realms thirty-three and my Twitter is at subcon underscore realms thirty-three.
3: Sounds good, my man.
0: Thank
3: you. Yeah, no, thank you. So, uh yeah, I guess this is the end of the first meeting. Well, for me, I don't care what anybody else puts the show out as, but I'm calling it Meeting of the Mystics.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's,
3: it's uh, kind of be just to be a dick, honestly,
0: because the last round. Ra- thank you. Last round table. Like, <laughs> of
3: the mystics. last time of the round table I used to do was called Meeting of the Minds, so I kind of thought this was yeah. like, a, like a little bit of a playoff of it. And a just, little just, tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah, maybe even <laughs> yeah. maybe even trigger a fascist. that it. Maybe even trigger a fascist <laughs> that might be a little upset that I'm using this name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mate, that is spot on that. Thank you. Thank you. Brilliant.
3: So yeah, that is the end of the first meeting of the Mystics. We'll be back next month with a topic to cover. And uh hope to see you all there. Thank you everybody who was in the chat. Uh, I love it. I love the comments. That's why I throw them up. Thank you all. You all know who you are. I'm not gonna start going off all the names. And uh and yeah, Donnie, uh before you nailed it, uh we are going to be covering uh the Kelly Rodney case soon. So keep an eye out for that with the occult rejects after the Kabbalah series drops. We should be covering that, and I really do think that's gonna be some it's gonna be a little bit different for us, but it's gonna be some real juicy I mean it's just some mindfucker bullshit. So keep an eye out for that. And yeah, until the next one, everybody be well.
4: All yeah later. Thank you. Thank you.